0: Welcome to Marty's Music Kitchen, the fun music and food podcast where anything can happen. Things are super hot in the kitchen today with the high-energy, blues-driven band Sister Mercy. These guys have won the Portland Cascade Blues Association Journey to Memphis Award twice and were semi-finalists twice in the International Blues Challenge, most recently in 2018. They have a show that is a feast for the eyes and also a passion for spicy food.
1: Debbie and Roger are kind of like band mom and dad. <laughs> I call Debbie. I I call Debbie band mom.
2: They're older sister.
1: You know, in terms of like their, you know, it's their home. Like, and they, you know, they take care of us. They feed us. They, you know, house us if we have to stay the night. I think food brings everybody together. So you know,
0: we feel like a family, definitely. Our feast today we are cooking a traditional Spanish cuisine, delicious migas and fresh salsa on the side. As an extra special treat, we are broadcasting from the 100-year-old Amadeus Manor, which was recently converted into a full recording studio and venue, with a high-end kitchen, a large 10-foot island, and lovely quarter sawn white oak cabinets that suit the gorgeous and stately old manor. What's the chemistry that makes Sister Mercy one of the hottest blues bands around? And what was behind the addition of the State of the Art Studio inside the beautiful Amadeus Manor? Stay tuned and let's find out. So hi guys, welcome to the show. Hello. I'm here with Sister Mercy, and uh, there are five of you. The whole band came tonight, uh, which is great. I'm so excited. So um, I just want you all, just give, give uh, our listeners a brief introduction of who you are.
2: Hi, I'm Roger Espinar, and I'm the drummer in the band.
3: I'm Debbie Espinor. I play keyboards, and Roger and I own what was formerly known as Amadeus Manor, but is now the Espinor Manor.
4: woo My
1: name is April, and I am the lead singer. Hi, I'm John
4: Webb. I'm the bass player. <laughs> and I would be Scott Garcia, the guitar player.
0: Yahoo! who drove all the way in from afar to be with us from today, right? So um So, yeah, this is great. Well, thanks so much for doing that. But first of all, I have to say, April, I heard you sing. I was listening to a CD earlier today. Man, girl, you've got some pipes. So, yeah, you just, you just <laughs> sound fantastic. And I'm really impressed um, with the CD I got. It was just, you know, I really like, I mean, it's no wonder that you guys, you know, have won, you know, those awards. I mean, really deserving, so... Yeah, way to go on that. So Thank thanks. Yeah. Let's and, talk
2: about how we found her. Oh yeah.
0: Oh how did you okay tell me how did, your, <laughs> how did so, we find so, April? So, how did we
2: find April? So side,
0: side of the Road. Uh, yeah, side of the road. Was it, was it side yeah. of the so, so here we use the
2: So we were uh we play in uh Vancouver Compass Church. We play uh-huh. on the worship team. Uh-huh. And our worship pastor said, Oh, this gal's coming in that has incredible voice, you you're going to be blown away when she walks in. And then we heard her sing yes. with us. And, and I thought, would it be pretentious for me to walk up to her <laughs> and say, uh, would you come to my home and sing? No, <laughs> that was a little weird. My wife's there, but it's all good. It's all about boring. So I told my, my lovely wife, Debbie, go talk to her. Go talk to her. And she did. And we got it. April said, well, I'm not really sure, you know, but I got to hear the material. Right, right. On
0: side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. No, said,
1: it was kind of like that. Debbie came up to me, like, in between the services, and, you know, we were kind of being quiet in the back, and she's like, so, uh, Roger and I are going to start a blues band. We want you to sing. You want to be a singer? <laughs> our blues band?" I was like... Wow, thank you Sure, I mean I'll come listen to the songs And stuff And wow. rest is history I went over once We listened to the songs And I was like Yep, okay I'll do it Sure
0: <laughs> Alright And you were And that's it You were like You know Lead diva Yeah, no They asked me to girl. sing lead
1: And yeah And then we just started They started putting the band together And, and... so
0: when you sign autographs You yeah Lead singer No <laughs> They make me say that Wow <laughs> Really? they'll pay you later yeah. Uh, yeah yeah super fun yeah cool well I'm glad that they found you because it was a good fit so yeah. did you guys play before as a I mean were you playing together as a band before you got Scott April and,
2: Scott and I had played no they're lovers
0: the fans.
5: So, uh, music lovers they're music,
2: music lovers. lovers no we're not we
5: like
4: each other we're brothers lot. from another mother there you go <laughs> there you go
2: that's it so yeah we
4: had done a project on the side I've only been an order For three and a half years now. So, we had Johnny and I had done a Southern Rock project on the side, and actually, they found me through Craigslist. Thank you, Craigs. (laughs) Really seriously? I answered an ad on a whim, and I never do that ever. Mm -hmm. And I just, at work one day, I just hit the uh, want ads and said, whose guitarist wanted, and I said, I'm going to try it.
0: I actually did that, too, but I was thinking about joining, and I was going to do an alternative band. I mean, my calling is jazz, really, but, and I thought about it, and then I said, oh, no, screw that. I'm just going to have my own band, and that was much easier than having to go through Craigslist and auditions and stuff like that. Well, we
2: we both, sure. We we were very happy that he came. Yes. We were very happy that he showed up to the audition, because he was the last guy to show up, and we were like, oh, my God, this guy's the guy, you know, Mm -hmm. that needs to be in this band, and... He has added just that other dimension to it. Ooh,
0: you're otherworldly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he is, he Vocally.
2: is. He's an amazing guitar player, one of the Ancer. best I've ever played with. Ah, come on. And man. he uh, brought along this guy here, John, who, who is just a wonderful, wonderful person that we're so happy that we have a band that's... A band of you know, friends. You yeah. Know, just it's a, a family. It is a, a family. A family. I love that.
0: I love it. I you know, I, I feel the same way about a lot of people that I, I do shows with. You know, it's the same the same kind of feeling. When you when you gig enough and you know you got the right energy, that just is what makes it. So um, yeah, so you guys had to buy like a bigger house to fit the band is that is that (laughs) pretty much you know (laughs) so um yeah you know i grew up um not far from here and i think i've been to amadeus once but it had this the amadeus restaurant was like you know the place to to hang out it was like an elegant dining experience so you know i didn't even realize that it wasn't a restaurant anymore and i don't so i mean tell me tell me the story
2: well, it was the place that if you wanted to score with your girlfriend or boyfriend, this is really? the place. Really, this was it. There. All right, this is the place to bring, You know, so um, I'm still well, learning things. <laughs> we were we were living in Vancouver when Debbie and I first got married, and uh, and I bought a business in Tualatin Uh-huh. and uh, I had enough going over the uh, interstate bridge. And I said, that's enough, you know, going over that because it's such a mess trying to get across the interstate bridge to Vancouver at 5 o'clock.
0: Oh, yeah, crazy.
2: And uh, so I ended up going and she wanted to move to Lake Oswego. Mm -hmm. And in Lake Oswego, uh, I said, well, that might be out of our price point, you know, at the time because we had invested all this money in this business. And went over there and I found, I ran into Christiana, the owner of this There's restaurant. She was renting her house there on the lake, and Uh we ended up living there for about a year and then moved from there, but we stayed friends with her from then on, and uh, as we uh, became friends, I would have my Christmas parties here for my company, and we would have them here.
5: Ah. And
2: one Christmas, or before Christmas, you know, Mm -hmm. a few days before she approached me and said, "Would you, she wanted to retire, and would I be interested in buying this place?" And I said, "Of course."
0: Ah, and so here we are. So was it a restaurant still then?
2: Yes, it was. You
0: know, um, I have a friend. His name is uh, Bill, and he actually used to um, hire this place. He rented it every year for his uh, Christmas parties. So, right. yeah, for yeah a long time. So right,
2: and yeah, we took it over in officially in May. And uh, then converted it to our home, and we are so happy to be here. Yeah.
3: It was a venue for weddings, and uh-huh. it, it had been um, La Abi before it became the Fernwood Inn, and then after the Fernwood Inn, yeah. it became Amadeus Manor. Uh-huh. And um, the cook, Ferdinand and Christiana, both are from Austria, and their cuisine was amazing. Uh-huh. So, I love it. I yeah. wish I'd come here then. Yeah, it was re- well, our cuisine is amazing too. Okay. <laughs> we're, oh, okay. Yeah. We
2: yeah, we're, we're, great. we're going to We're, we're going to show them up <laughs> with <laughs> migas. <laughs> yeah. Migas. All
0: right. So that was. So we are um, cooking migas. What exactly are migas, Roger? It's
2: it, migas is what I learned from my grandmother. Mm-hmm. My grandmother is from Monterrey, Mexico. Okay. And uh, she taught us how to make this particular dish. Right. And it's a breakfast dish is really what it is. Okay. And uh, so I don't know why we're doing it for dinner. It's a breakfast for dinner. It's a favorite yeah. in our
3: band. Whenever we travel, Roger will make breakfast for all of us. And it's migas, partly because it's one of the foods that April can eat. As a gluten intolerant <laughs> person, she can eat migas. And so it's become kind of one of our band foods. And that's why we're doing it tonight. And they're awesome. Yeah, I
0: like good. this. I'm going to have, like, traditional band food. Forget migas. It's traditional <laughs> band, band food. food. I
1: love it. Can yeah. I all tell right. you a little migas story real quick? Oh, oh
0: please. April, it's do. super
1: quick. So at their old house, we had had a gig. I stayed the night, and they were leaving in the morning to go uh-huh. to Seattle. And so they were like, you know, take your time. We can turn on the alarm and everything. When you go sleep in, leave at your leisure. They're like, okay. So I wake up. So I'm like, mm-mm, wake up. I come out of the bedroom, and there's a note um, on the back of the sofa from Debbie, and it says, um, migas, Roger made migas for you. It's upstairs. Help yourself in the kitchen. And I audibly said, "I went, oh my god, how cute!" And no. then I heard Debbie go, "We're still here!" And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I went upstairs and ate migas. That's the story. Yeah, that's the story. <laughs> always
3: migas. <laughs>
0: All right, so um, we're also making fresh salsa, and we're going to make that fresh today, is that right?
3: Yes. Um, Roger's Aunt Lily, who's quite a character in her own right, taught me several recipes from his family. And one of them was, I call it Aunt Lily's salsa. It's got about four ingredients. It works up in about five minutes. And it is the best salsa. Very, Very quick salsa. Well,
0: let's um, go over there to this end of this gorgeous kitchen. I have to tell everyone that, dang, I mean, this, you have done such a beautiful job. I wasn't kidding in the introduction when I, when I said there was a, you know, a 10-foot long island. Oh, and. That's In the 11, introduction,
2: it's eleven foot. 11, <laughs> 11 feet, right? Mr. Quarterstone. Okay. So, yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> the, the other thing too is that um, I heard right at the end of my introduction, the listeners might
3: have heard. Um, was it a cuckoo clock? Yes. And that—that's from Germany. From, from the when Germany. When we traveled, yes. Aww. The kitchen also. Um, our business is Nova Casework, and uh-huh. so Roger designed and our company built the kitchen. Ah. so So that's part of the reason it's. So, that's kind of handy. Yes, it is. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what do you want to know? Uh, well, what are what's our, ingredients. Yeah. Okay. the ingredients? Okay, the base is petite diced tomatoes, and you have a 28 ounce can of those. We open that up and we dump it in the blender.
0: Well, so far I'm with you. I can yeah, do this. Part. Uh, this is the easy part. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I've been
3: eating her salsa for years, and I said, Lily, you use a can. Okay. And while you're
0: dumping that in there, I just have to mm-hmm. say that um uh Scott put on uh music feeds the soul. Is that a guitar it apron? A guitar. He put on a guitar apron, apron was, and he's showing it off it was my in the corner. <laughs> yes.
4: I like love we it. said,
3: we're the family. So I'm gonna okay. put a little bit of
4: salt
3: in. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna be a little help with oil, some no
5: corona, some, oh, no corona, <laughs>
3: some garlic. Okay. I'm gonna take two whole jalapenos, cut off the heads. Oh my gosh! Leave seeds everything all? in. Oh wow! And then a head of cilantro. Aunt Lily,
0: Aunt you Lily, go, man! Dang. Okay, so here we go. She owned a yeah.
2: couple of restaurants. Yeah. yeah. Holy. Holy. Did
0: she really? Aunt Lily owned yeah, a couple of restaurants. my
2: hometown, Houston, Texas. All
3: right. And we're gonna pulse it. Okay. I
0: have to keep this band on track. <laughs> and voila. So that was it. Just a little bit of, um, this is the food processor, right? Yeah. Could they do this in a blender, do you think? It, it is a blender. It, it is a blender. It's just a blender? It's a blender. It's a blender? It's a
3: blender. Wow, it's so fancy. It's a yeah. fancy blender. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a blender blender. Okay, so that's yeah. it. blender. Yeah. It. blender. And that, so that's it, right? It's and all... that's it. So go ahead and grab a chip. All right, I'm going to grab I... a chip. Try this salsa. Grab a salsa. chip.
0: Everybody's grabbing a chip. Mm-hmm. See,
2: I was a
4: helper. I
5: brought so, the chips. So, this
0: got some heat to it? Am I going to be happy? It depends on, on the jalapenos. Jalapeno. I mean...
2: Either they're friendly or they're not.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, it's got a little bit of heat to it. Okay. I'm just saying. So, these jalapenos were hot jalapenos. Sometimes, they're not. So, each Woo! batch has its own... Personality. But um, one. I Roger will got tell you,
0: <laughs> Lily's salsa has some. Um, she's just kicking it to me right now. <laughs> Way to Here, go, Lily. Get some
2: guacamole to
0: That guacamole box. chaser? Yeah. It will,
2: it will calm down your taste
0: buds. <laughs> okay. So, um, thank you, Debbie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Roger, are you in charge of this next part? Mm-hmm. I am. All right. And what are we going to do now?
2: Well, again, this is more of a breakfast, but we are going to have it for dinner. I pour a little oil Uh in, or as our son calls it, these are called breakfast nachos.
0: Breakfast nachos, Mm -hmm. migas, the breakfast nacho.
2: So this is going to take a little bit of time to get this heated up, and then so you'll have to do hold that.
0: So um, how did you? uh, How long have you guys been here?
2: We have been here uh, since May, uh-huh. and we had a motorhome out in front while the uh, subs were doing the work on the house. Uh-huh. And uh, then we moved in officially the middle of September.
0: Wow, you have not been in here that long. I mean, no. I'm telling you guys, this is, I mean, everything is just so stunning in here. Did you have these cabinets made?
2: At my, um, at my factory, Nova Casework, and Nova we're in Tualatin. We do work for Stonebridge Homes, Polygon. For a lot of the big builders here in town, Mm -hmm. R&H, and a lot of the big guys here in town.
0: I love it. Cool.
2: So so you throw some oil in here, and you got to let it heat up a little bit before you get there. Uh And you want to fill the bottom of the pan a little bit. And basically what we're going to make is I'm going to get a bag of tortillas here, and I get about three of them in my hand.
0: Okay, and, and these then, are small tortillas. No, they're
2: regular size corn tortillas. Corn
0: tortillas. Not but flour. then they're like, like enchilada size. These are like the little the little guys. Like yeah. street taco size.
2: Well, there's a street tacos even smaller than this. This is kind of normal what you what you would get mm-hmm. over at any of the grocery stores. Okay. At the Guerrero. Like the,
0: five inches across maybe?
2: Yeah, something like that, I yeah. would think. And uh, basically I just tear them up and I'm gonna turn them into chips. Okay. Basically. All right. And fry them instead of throwing chips in there. They're just, uh, these would be a lot more fresh, and you don't want to cook them all the way. So, so you're just, literally, you just toss them in. I'm tearing them apart and turning them into little chips here. I know
0: April approves, so, you know. Gluten-free. Uh, oh, gluten-free, is that what you said? So, uh,
2: Debbie, if I could have a bow and the eggs and a little milk stirred.
0: Debbie, the sous chef?
2: Debbie is my sous chef. chef.
0: You know, um, my guy and I both cook, and sometimes he sous chefs for me, and sometimes I sous chef for him. So. Well, she does
2: most of the cooking around here, and every once in a while she will ask me to. But she is much better cook than I am. I do know a few things of how to do pretty well.
0: And, and you said your family cooked, right? Um, your aunt.
2: My aunt has uh, had a couple of restaurants. And yeah. so
0: you picked a few things up along the way.
2: Yeah, but my grandmother was a very simple cook. You know, she didn't really know a, a lot of different styles of cooking. She only knew her one style. My grandfather, who was adopted, he was Irish-born. Uh-huh. And my, on my father's side, we're all Spanish. You ah. know, so, but this is one thing I learned. My, uh, Because I was real close to my grandmother, we lived with them for a while in Houston, Texas.
5: Uh-huh.
2: And, uh, and she just showed us how to do this one. And... Uh, and this is one of my favorite ones that she showed us, so it's stuck. Whereas the other ones, I don't remember what she showed uh, us. You
0: know? um, and then Debbie, you got. You said you have like a couple different recipes for the salsa from her, or.
3: Oh well, she taught me how to make enchiladas and chili rellanos. Really? As well. Yes. And you mm-hmm. remembered those. I did. Unlike yes. your counterpart. Unlike my counterpart, yeah, yes. I guess that's but a, that's good. We all have our different
2: skill levels, don't we?
0: Yeah, that's well, you know, memory clearly yeah. is one of memory. Sure That's one of, one of So
2: them. you're gonna want a couple of spoons as you kinda of spin them.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's heat a good it little technique.
2: High, it down a little bit. And you don't want to burn them, but you're gonna to want to split them around to so you get them a kind of kind of brown. Oops.
0: Oh, yeah! Don't want to lose that in a gorgeous uh, nine burner, six burner, six burner, six burner stove. Nine burner would be a very big stove, but it would well, I'm
2: I'm in the cabinet business, yeah. so uh, you know it'd be kind of silly of me not. Put in what I consider the nicest cabinets in here and the and nicest appliances. Kitchen. Yeah, like yeah. I said,
0: I think I could live in the kitchen and just be. Hey, April, you could live here with me, right? This would be a nice place to wake Roomies. up every morning. Roommies, you yeah. got it, right? Yep. We'll share a bunk bed. One of those ones that, like, uh, she said it. we'd share a bunk bed. Oh. So, you know, we could do that. Right? right in your living room, you wouldn't mind that, right? Oh, well. You can make know us migas every morning, uh-huh. it'd be really right. We have plenty of so, places for where- I can see with the oil that these are starting to brown up a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so... And be all pretty and- So Debbie has kind
2: of put some eggs in here. And okay. uh, we're going to add a little milk to that. Probably about mm, not even a quarter of a cup. A little bit, maybe a little bit less than a quarter of a cup of milk. Just to kind of get them to... Uh, that, the milk will kind of get them to fluff up a little bit when we throw it in here, you know, kind of like a knoblet. You
0: know, my dad always did that just to fluff up uh, just scrambled eggs in the morning. Yeah. He would add a little bit of milk and really toss it, and it just made a, gave a little bit of a loft mm-hmm. um, to the eggs when you cook them up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, there's
2: a little bit of a color you want to add to it, you know. So there, I kind of know the color that you don't want it to be too yellow, egg-looking. Mm-hmm. You kind of in between and. If you if you're someone that can make an omelet, this would be very similar to that, and I love to make omelets. Omelets are one of my favorite things to make too.
0: Great. Well, so we'll be here tomorrow morning for breakfast as well. <laughs>
4: we'll
0: have migas tonight and uh, omelets tomorrow, and it's, yeah. everybody's going to be happy, right, guys? Right? Yeah. Yay. 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 Wait, they're not leaving. <laughs> they're
5: staying.
0: Oh, the band's staying. You guys <laughs> are going to have a have a rehearsal after this, yeah. are you? Yeah.
2: Now, there's a place in town here that I went to a restaurant and they said they had migas, and so I went in there and I thought, okay, these are migas, but they weren't like these. They were something else. I don't know what they were, so I don't, I don't know who taught them, but it wasn't my grandmother. <laughs> ah,
0: all right then. Four migas. Huh. So your grandmother was the cook, and then also your Aunt Lily had the restaurants.
2: She had the restaurants, and she made all kind of things. Uh, I don't know if you know what menudo is?
0: Mm-mm, no. Menudo yeah. is
2: cow tripe with uh, hominy and and a certain sauce into it That's uh-huh. a lot of the Mexican people would eat like on Sundays, uh-huh. especially after they've been drinking all night. Oh, you know? yeah,
0: because well, that's what it would take to get me to uh, eat cow tripe, so, you know. Uh-huh.
2: That was... Uh you know th- those are one of the other specialties as a kid growing up when on on uh, new years before new years day yeah all my aunts would get together with my grandmother you know all her daughters Aww. and they would be making menudo you know oh, so, so cool. in the morning they'd make migas for all the uncles and all the my cousins and you know and there would be a ton of us you know just eating everything up so
0: eating it up
1: they smell delicious roger <laughs> <laughs>
2: So that's what we want to do, round them a little bit like that to where they get a little bit hard. You don't want them to be soft when you pour the eggs in there, because if you do, they it, it just doesn't have the same
0: texture. So you're kind of creating a crust a little bit, right? A little bit. Almost yeah. like
2: chips, again, uh-huh. but not quite as hard as a chip, uh-huh. you know?
0: So it still soaks up a little bit of the egg. Yeah,
2: and then we got the eggs stirred up, we put a little bit of milk in there where we get that nice, not quite yellow, yellow, a little bit uh, down, you know, Mm -hmm. subdued on that color Uh and now we're gonna pour it in.
0: So I guess this isn't the time to tell you that Debbie left a little bit of a shell on there, right?
2: Did she? <laughs> did she really?
0: No. She really yeah, did. I just didn't, really didn't say did. anything about it.
2: Well, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, it's good for you. It's very healthy to eat, to eat the eggshells. Egg it's, you know? ca- it's
0: extra calcium. You never know what's in those eggshells. You shells. never
2: know. You know? So we're stirring it up a little bit with the, uh, the corn tortillas that have been cooked. And then as we get it here, if she could... What do you need? I'm gonna need salsa. All right, salsa.
3: Salsa coming over. Really? You're gonna really put it in there? Yeah. Oh.
0: So this, uh, this is just looks like, um, like almost like an egg casserole. You know what it would look like with potatoes in it? But only it's well, got Well, it's the more like scrambled Thank
2: because you. in the casserole you're really not gonna do this to the eggs. You're not gonna keep scrambling them. So it is somewhat of a scramble. Okay. You know and. Um,
0: can I put this in there for you, not, or are you going to dump yet. it? We
2: have to let the eggs cook a little bit All right, to where they fine. get consistent, not to where they're watery like this. Once they get a little more consistent, then we're going to put that in.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, this, is, this looks like uh, it doesn't take too long to cook.
2: It doesn't take too long.
0: And, uh, yeah, this, would be, this looks really filling. Um, it Again, like it's, it's, it's and... a
2: great breakfast, you know, uh-huh. to wake up in the morning. It's something easy, and you'll find... Uh That if the salsa, if you don't put too much salsa, if it's not very spicy, you just put a little bit. You you can buy, you know, mild salsa. Uh You'll find that the kids, your grandkids or your children that are real picky, they pretty much like this.
0: Oh, do they really?
2: Oh, they totally. All right, good sell. Good sell, Roger. I have not had any uh, child not want to eat this.
0: All right. So um, this makes a, 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 looks like a pretty big batch. Um, How many eggs did you put in? I don't know. What was that? A dozen. A dozen eggs went in this recipe.
2: Well, I mean, it, again, it because depends on how many people you're going to feed. feed oh. you and know? the hint
0: of shell, you know, that'll help. <laughs> yeah. That's my signature.
3: <laughs> a little bit of shell.
2: Okay, you're messing my, my Sorry, mojo up here. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, now we're going to put a little bit of this in there. Great. A little bit of salsa. We're going to spoon some in there. Um, since this is quite a few eggs, I'm going to spoon probably about eight of these. And okay. then into it.
0: Oh, that looks so good. It almost looks like there's cheese in there, but there isn't.
2: Well, we're going to put cheese in there. <laughs> oh,
0: then you had me at salsa and cheese.
2: And I think just a little bit more salsa, because we kind of want to get that look all the way around of... Uh, of the cilantro but it really on top.
0: It really colors it nicely. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got the little uh, green bits of the cilantro in there and the and the peppers, and it smells so good. It's got that sweet kind of uh, smell that to it that, you know, the cilantro has. That exactly. Little, that brightness mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. It looks
2: really good. Okay. And now we're ready to put the cheese on top. All right. So Mine's we basically put it on top, and there's where my... Uh, Sun kind of goes, looks like breakfast nachos, you know. Yeah,
0: it does. It looks good. Now, for good. me,
2: I always like to add the, the pickled jalapenos at the very end. No. But. Who is <laughs> <laughs> <But April laughs> that? that?
0: Who is that? April doesn't like the All pickled jalapenos. So I lowered
2: the, lower the heat. You know, we had it on about medium heat. And then I uh-huh. turned it down so that, and then we're now we're going to allow the uh, the egg. We're going to kind of flatten it out and allow the, uh, the, the uh, cheese to melt on top. And that's it. That's pr- it's well, really a simple.
0: super simple dish, and it looks so good. So you're not going to cover it. You're going to leave it uncovered to melt.
2: Uncovered to melt. Mm-hmm. And just
0: kind of let it sit in there for a little bit, and little then you're bit. golden. How and many times do you think you've made this over the years?
2: Um, a thousand. Really? Really? Yeah, since I was a kid. I've been making this since I was about 10 years old. Wow, no wonder you've got it down. Once I ate it for my grandmother, it was like, okay, she showed me how to do it, and that was it. And And that was your
0: thing? That that was your deal? That was my thing. It
2: was like, this is a great Mm -hmm. breakfast, you know, for a child. Like I said... I don't think any kid would not want to eat that cheese and egg. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many kids <laughs> don't want to eat cheese and no. eggs and chips? Yeah, exactly. You know, basically. I, so.
0: Yeah, uh, chips. You, you got that. Yes, yeah, that's very good. That's pretty much so, what it um, is. I'm going to go back over here for a second while the okay. cheese is melting. So guys, yeah. um, you know, I don't know. I mean, do you think food is like like a big part of your experience of Sister Mercy? I mean, you said you're like a family. I mean, do you share these meals together and feel like a family? Does it bring you together, do
2: you think? Yes, we've shared many meals together. And uh, again, I think it's something that's very intuitive or natural for people to kind of come together around food. And so being close and a band, uh, it's been an important thing, I think, for cool. sure.
0: Cool, thanks,
1: John. I think anytime, I mean, Debbie and Roger are kind of like. M- Band mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Band, <laughs> I, mom and dad.
2: I, I call Debbie Band mom. Mother, older sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah, in yeah,
1: terms of like their, you know, it's their home. Like they're, you know, a joint, and they, you know, they take care of us. They feed us. They, you know, house us if we have to stay the night. We've had a little too much wine and migas. Um, I think food brings everybody together. Yeah. And Debbie always cooks for us, or Roger cooks us breakfast. So, you know, it's always, yeah, we feel like a family, definitely.
3: Both times we went to Memphis. Mm -hmm. We stayed together in beautiful, big VRBOs down right close to Beale Street. And we really enjoyed the process of being together. Mm -hmm. And so breakfast was usually the only meal that we would have together uh-huh. and so we would always do some cooking on that and
0: yeah. was that for the was that for the competition for the
3: international blues challenge yeah yeah and you yeah. guys came in second well
0: um, we, we
3: semi-finalists, semi-finalists. okay so, said that,
0: so that was for the blues competition right so we
3: won we won portland oh, here, twice to to
0: oh cool got it
4: so my whole thing is how hard we work behind the scenes and uh-huh. what it takes to make this happen and that's why we're so close we work full-time. Uh-huh. We rehearse all the time. Right. We do events, and we work on original music, and we work on recording, and we work on presenting ourselves the best way possible all the time. Yeah. And there's so much work that goes into it. Uh-huh. If you're not a family, it's not going to happen yeah. because everyone sacrifices their time and their yeah. blood, sweat, and tears. And I, that's, it's awesome because we have joined. We're only getting stronger because of that. Yeah. That's well, just one of the things I wanted to point out. Is,
0: I can completely thanks relate. Scott. Yeah.
4: Oh. Sweet.
5: Oh.
0: I, you know, I also have a full-time day job, Ooh. and I do the podcast, and I have my own band, and I do music videos, and you know, it's um, it's a challenge, and I can't it is. imagine trying to get five of you together.
4: Doctor Debbie Espinor is absolutely wonderful. She keeps us organized, and. Uh, Really, we just have to check our calendars or email yeah. to know where to be and what to do. So she's
0: like the best older sister
4: ever, uh, kind of band person ever. Ever. ever.
0: So it really sounds like it takes a lot of um, dedication and organization just to, just to make, it, make it work and still make a living, you know, of course, and have a yeah. roof over your head, right?
1: Someone asked Debbie, uh, I can't remember who is, uh, she's been asked this question a few times, like, why are you guys so tight? Like, how do you, your band sounds like you guys rehearse a lot?
0: And you're like, I do.
1: Because we do. We do. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like once a week, like no matter what, we get together and we're, you know, if it's there's an event coming up, we're practicing songs for that event. Yeah. Plus we're always thinking like two, three, four gigs ahead or events ahead. So, right. So, you know, for, we just had our Christmas show. So that was something we started working and thinking about like in September. Debbie's always like, I know you think it's too early, but trust Aww. me, it's going to come sooner than you think. And so you're always, you know. We're yeah. just always thinking four or five steps ahead. You know,
0: it's really fun. I found I just found out this connection with you guys today, actually. So um, I guess my friend Ali Silverberg. Soloed with you was it, Allie? So Allie is the executive director for Oregon Repertory Singers, Mm -hmm. and I sang with Oregon Repertory Singers for seventeen seasons. Oh my gosh! And I was on their board of directors for a while, but I haven't been with them for about eight years. But you know, we still have those ties. And when I first started this podcast, I started under a different name Mm -hmm. at a radio station. My first guest was Dr. Ethan Sperry, the conductor of Oregon Repertory Singers. so, so cool. Full oh, circle. circle, girl. Yeah. circle. So, yeah. Let's she sang with up. us
1: less than a week ago on Friday. And I know she has, like, an
0: ultra-fab oh, yeah. voice, too. She does. She can oh, yeah.
1: sing to the rafters.
0: Go, Allie. Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah. Allie. Go, go. Shout out to Allie Silverback. So, Silverberg. Um, <laughs> I know we've got, we got this meal. Um, Roger, are we, are we pretty much cooked up here?
1: Is yeah. that cheese melted?
0: Here. And also, I know that um, if I, I've heard that if I ask nicely, please, Debbie and April, that you guys might, might sing a song for us. Sure. So my question is, do you want to sing the song and then come back and eat? Yes. Yes.
2: Okay. Just
0: like
3: doing... <laughs> Roger answered first, yeah. so the answer... All right, so we're
0: going to take a quick break and we're going okay. to set up the, the room and we'll be right back.
4: The Marty's Music Kitchen podcast is brought to you in cooperation with Oregon Music News.
0: So we're back in, and we're at this lovely white piano. Debbie, you said this is your piano, right? This is piano, yeah. I love yeah, it. Yeah,
3: I drive
0: it. You drive a <laughs> yeah, piano? because
3: who can afford a car when you have a white piano? That sounds good. Yeah. Who can yeah, afford? Yeah. This, ca- this is this is this uh, is the white piano is upstairs. The black piano is down in the studio.
0: So tell me uh, a little bit about this song that you guys are gonna do.
2: Debbie wrote it.
3: I did. I wrote this song. I, I had a dear friend, Jen Carpenter, who suffered from melanoma last year. Uh-huh. And in the process of hospice, I got up one morning, yep. heard the song, wrote the song, brought it to the band. The band played it, and she passed away a few weeks after that. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those, you know, we're getting to that stage in life where... Yep. Our people are really important, and so I wrote this for her, and the band liked it, recorded it, and here we are. Okay,
0: and wait, what's it called?
3: (gasps) Crimea River, River of Tears.
0: All right, all right, well, here's Crimea River, and this is the whole band Sister Mercy. So great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, John Scott. April. Debbie and Roger, that was really really great. You know, I also wrote a song uh for for a friend that had cancer and has that kind of deeper resonance uh meaning, you
3: know what I mean? Yeah. It would well, be Jan lived in our home for 3 months be, before she passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh on Wednesday nights, she always said, "Oh, it's Wednesday. I get to hear the band practice." Uh... It was her favorite part.
0: Oh, that's actually really special. Yeah. What told a gift. Debbie,
1: I was like I want you to write me a gospel blues song. Right. So that had been brewing in her head too, and then that was like the perfect, like, so she showed me, she goes, so I wrote this song for Jan. Yeah. Has this gospel for you? So ah. you can, kind of what you were saying, like yeah. it does have a deeper meaning, and it's, yeah, it's yeah. one of our favorites. We love it.
0: Well, thank you for playing that. And with that said, I know that uh, our migas are ready in the kitchen. Let's go check them out. <laughs> All right, so we're back in this lovely kitchen. Um, Roger, you are plating up some eggs. I am. Some migas.
2: So for people to eat these delicious migas.
0: All right, come on over. Come on over.
2: April, I'm very fortunate, but it's always good any chance you get to have Roger's migas. All right, good
0: to know. As we're plating this up, um, tell me, do you guys have any, like, where can we
3: see you live? Well, we play once a month at Catfish Lou's, uh-huh. usually the second Friday night. Okay. And once the concert season starts in the summertime, uh-huh. we get really busy. We play quite a few of the uh, Sterling Talent books us around town. Uh-huh. And we do that. And and so, and so, then we do our Christmas show, and we like to play big festivals okay. in the summertime. Cool. From Blues, Sunblanks, um, travel up to Kingston. And
2: That's that super kind of fun. Stuff.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we don't... We we spend a lot of time working on our music and we are really aware that there's a lot of working musicians in uh, Portland mm-hmm. who play a lot and we wanna make sure that we do not take too many gigs from them. Aww. We just really wanna be part of the community and provide good good experiences for our dancers and so All
0: right on. then.
1: And speaking of Catfish News, our know. next show is on January eleventh, Friday night, so Get your tickets now.
0: All right, cool. <laughs> and speaking of, where can they get tickets to your show? Well, they're free. It's free. Yeah, they're free. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: But any information you want to so find out about the band. tickets is a big misnomer, isn't it? Well, no, sometimes, I don't know, they're not always our Christmas show, but, you know, it just depends. But best place to look is Catfish Thoos. Can we just
0: have a little bit?
1: Online, or you can find us on Facebook. It has all the information. Okay, so
0: give us the Facebook information on your website so you
1: can find us at sister mercy on Please facebook like us on facebook as okay. the kids say got it and then our website is sistermercy.rocks. okay r-o-c-k-s all right and then um you can follow me and my instagram that put, i put all the hey, sister on mercy oh we're
0: so gonna be friends. yes we're gonna all be right. we're
1: gonna friend each other we're okay. gonna confirm each other's Wait, friendships what's your, what's your i'm instagram? downtown april brown okay i'm an,
0: i am not as cool as that i'm just marty mendenhall <laughs>
1: And that's that's I tried my name and
0: someone had taken
1: it. I'm like, who the heck else is April Brown? But yeah, and then Sister Mercy PDX, you can hashtag us at that with all your photos and stuff. And then find us in all the usual places. So um
0: um, we're ready to taste, right? Chow down. I think we're ready to go. Okay, so I'm gonna taste this. I got a little salsa, guacamole, and I've got the migas on the plate. Do I need the sour cream on here? I like it. All right. Get the full experience. The full experience. The full enchilada. No, wait, that's a bite for
1: yourself
0: here it goes here it comes my first migas ever Roger oh that is tasty Roger your grandmother could cook
1: (laughs) it feeds so many people look at that one little skillet it's
0: feeding like 12 people um yeah actually we have a room full of people and was that the whole skillet I mean wow, that's 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 a lot of food do you ever add anything else like you know chicken or this is it this, this is really good. Mm. And do you serve wine with breakfast too, or is that only oh, with okay. dinner?
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey guys, um, Migas. we're gonna we're gonna have this uh, recipe up for our listeners, mm-hmm. and also the recipe for the salsa. And uh, you can find that on oregonmusicnews.com um, and martymandenhall.com. Guys, just thank you so much. This has just been a a really special experience. I really feel like. Um, You know, I'm kind of, uh, you know, maybe I can just be, you know, the, uh, the distant cousin to your family and come crash your party, come crash your party every once in a while. So, yeah. And just thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
5: I'm
0: I'm your host, jazz singer, Marty Mendenhall. Want to attend a recording of the show? That is one of the perks of becoming a patron of this podcast. Find out how you can join the fun at patreon.com forward slash Marty Mendenhall. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time on Marty's Music Kitchen.